podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Q&A ahead of game week 37. Sam and I are slightly... Oh, what's the word? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to go with FPL sad, but we're not... We're not... Yeah, well, you're definitely not football sad because we were at the game last night, weren't we? And it was hell of a result for Spurs. Yeah, and actually, I can't even bring myself to be FPL sad when a result like that happens. Like, this is the one time. Like, surely you can take heart from the Brighton result of the weekend. Like, that makes you feel better about FPL life, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. but I don't know. It was, it was a great result for Brighton. But the the if it had been like a kind of, you know, a week where I dropped a little bit, a small red or something like that, then it would have done. But it it was a brutal game week for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got 90 something points and still went down 30,000 places. I got 98. 98. The safety score was 110. And it's just like, oh, I said to you last night, you know, we were sat at the game and I was like, right. When Harry Kane scored his second, I was like, I'm going to check my, my live FPL because surely, surely there's a green arrow now. Captain. No. Kane captain you had as well. Yep. Kane captain, yeah. No. I was just like, mm. man alive, what do I have to do to get <laughs> to get a green arrow this season? It's just one of them things. Isn't I mean, it? I, I mean, the highest, the highest score was 220. Insane. And my score was 65. Ooh. Like, it's just, just, I've never known a week quite like it and I looked at my team and I look at my team and I look and I'm just thinking how the hell did these guys only get 65 we said that last week didn't we when I was moaning about my team last week we both sat here and we said on paper these look like great teams and I I remember saying but mine will probably do badly and here we are again and but they haven't actually done badly you know I had Reese James I had Mount I had Kane I had and Kane was captain like I but nonetheless, it's another red arrow and it makes you kind of go, oh man, come there was, on. There was just so many players on, on kind of free hit templates and bench yeah. boosts, you know, Foster, you know, Mount, uh, Laporte, De Bruyne, obviously big on free hits, you know, Enquetier, he was like 50% owned um, in the end because of, of all these these things. And they all just came in, Everton defence, but not the, the striker, which which I bought, Richarlison. Holgate. Yeah. Holgate, who we recommended to someone on the last stream, that was the one, the one success. Yeah, and it wasn't there wasn't much Chelsea rotation like we thought there was going to be. They played, you know, almost full strength in the second game. Um, City barely rotated. If Foden missed the first game, but still scored, and th- there was just points everywhere except for the players that I got, and not enough yeah. for you for some reason to get a, to get a green. But anyway. <sighs> We are here. It's the Q&A. We will stop lamenting our failures. All we can do is look ahead uh, to go with 38. So 37, not 38 yet. Sorry, 37, uh, which is on Sunday. So get your super chats in. If you're not aware, any money um, you donate uh, for your questions on the super chats goes to Street Child United. There's a link to that in the description below if you want to know more about it. Uh, Essentially, they set up World Cup um, football for street children and sort of to raise awareness and money um, for people and children living in poverty uh, across the globe. So it's a great charity, um, you know, amazing sort of uh, initiative. Uh, Janny works for them as well um, uh, as part of his kind of main job. Um, so if you want to know any more, you can talk to him, check out the link. Uh, but yeah, get your super chats in. We will attempt to answer them. Hopefully we won't say something like, oh, don't worry about getting to Bruyne uh, when he scores four goals. And gets an assist and a load of bonus. Um, so we've had one super chat already. 
from Anonymous. There's no Ooh. name, but he is from Brentwood. And I'm sure Anonymous from Brentwood has, has asked this question before. Uh, I, I Brentwood boy from Worley. I know Worley well. Uh, using bench boost, should I do a hit for Broya to a double game week forward? If so, who? Uh, if so, should I do Dubravka Ramsdale for a double game, game week key, keeper? But here's the cincher and here's the problem that I've got. Only 0.3 in the bank. So what double game week forwards are there for five less than six million Ugh, to you, not Sam. many not, not many, many is the answer um yep. palace i suppose um but are they even cheap enough hang on let me get that i'm gonna have to get the app up well they are but who like you can't trust any of them to start you've got mateta i think mateta's five three edward's six i use five eight but realistically I, you're not you're not going to go down the Crystal Palace route. It's the same predicament I've got. I've got Huang right, five point four. I'm debating taking a hit because I've already I've already I'll come on to the, the second part of that question in a second. But I'm I'm already t- made a transfer. I'm debating a hit. If you've only got point three to upgrade Broya, that means you've got five point seven. Yeah. There are no double game week forwards except for maybe one who's very left field, which is um, Ashley Barnes of Burnley at five two. There is no one else. Well, um, uh, can you find a gem at 5-7? No, but, I, okay, so the other thing to consider here is, do they have, like, so I, I know that as FPL fans and managers, we all love a double game week player and we all love to invest in them. But the reality is that this double game week could end up being one of those game weeks where it's the single game week teams and players that actually do better. So... Like I, I don't know that I would get so het up on having a, a, a double game week player. That's okay. What any forward would you get for five point seven, regardless of if they've got a double? The only one that I can spot who isn't five seven is a little bit more. Is Welbeck five point nine, or you just go really boring and you get Enketia for five six. In- Enketia is probably what I would do. So do you do Broya to Enketia for a minus four? No, probably not. Like, yeah, no, I think if you're going to minus four on something, it's it's you've got it's got to be a compelling reason. And I I look at the Arsenal fixture this weekend, and I hope that it's going to be a challenging game for them. And, you know, I think Newcastle are are going to have their a number of their key players back. Obviously, you know how I was saying about Wilson and um and Trippier hopefully being available for him to start this time around. If that happens, then you know that could be a difficult game i think if you're taking a minus four be sure that it's for somebody that's going to play twice if they're a double game week player and i don't think we can be sure that these cheap forwards no. are going to play twice um and if they're not going to play twice then be sure that they've got a game where they could return well to get you the minus four back again and enketia could he could return well against newcastle but i'm not certain that he will and therefore i just stick with broya i mean the only the only good thing about the the well the, the broya to to Enketia move is it, it gives you it potentially gives you Enketia for 38 as well who's got everton at home which is a nice fixture i was a bit worried that he might miss out if arsenal had won last night and arsenal had already sealed top four i would have thought maybe lacazette could come in but i think Enketia starts both of the next two now so yeah i think broya to Enketia is worth the minus four if you if you're going to play Enketia in 38 but if you're not, then I just wouldn't. I don't think I'd bother. Not for a minus four. It's yeah. Oh, he's already got Enketia. Brentwood boy here. Already got Enketia. <laughs> so yeah. No. Then I just stick with Broya. Yeah. 
same. Um, what about the goalkeeper? So I, I've already moved um, Ramsdale to Pickford. Man alive. Yep, I know. it is. I did it in the car back with you. Yesterday. You did. You did from, tell from me. From the Spurs game. Uh, it's very boring. I just think, realistically, I would be very surprised if Ramsdale kept a clean sheet, given the way Arsenal have got problems at centre-back, the way he's playing in general. Everton have got two good home games. I think even for a hit, that that pays itself back. Even if I have to make another move, I still think Ramsdale to Pickford. So they're the same price as well. You can't really go wrong. I would I would do that. And then I had the same two keepers as you, Brentwood boy. Dubravka and Ramsdale. I moved Ramsdale to Pickford. So I say yes. <sighs> Pickford. Would you like, this keep is... Ramsdale though, would you? No, absolutely not. I mean, no. I, I, I said to you last night, I think uh, Ramsdale hasn't played well for weeks now. Um, he always looks like he's going to make a mistake. Um, he's not making the same level of saves that he was earlier on in the season as well. So the additional points aren't there. Arsenal have got defensive woes definitely going into this one. Obviously, they lost holding last night. Gabriel went off injured. Like There's so many potential issues there um, defensively for them. Do I see them keeping a clean sheet against Newcastle? Well, no, I don't. Not in the last home game of the season at St James's Park. I suspect that with Callum Wilson back and um, with, you know, Newcastle are one of those teams where middle of the table could could argue that, you know, not nothing left to play for. But actually, it's the complete opposite at Newcastle right now because they're going to have a massive summer in the transfer window, you would expect. And therefore, a lot of these players are going to be playing for their future at the club, wanting to, you know, secure their position for next season. So I think Ramsdale's going to have a very difficult game against Newcastle. Mm. So selling him for Pickford ugh, does make make a lot of sense, particularly as Pickford plays twice. It's just it's Pickford and we know he's got mistakes in him as well. Yep. I've got a really itchy nose. Hay fever's starting to Oh no. I'm so British. As soon as like You are as soon as the winter ends and everyone's really happy, I get really upset because then hay fever starts and my nose. But so yeah, I'm not I'm not picking my nose. I'm sort of scratching it from the outside. Oh, <laughs> could have given you a piriting, couldn't we? Uh, I've got some in the cup. I haven't taken one today for some reason. Um, Cameron Starr, you guys and Jenny are FPL royalty. Great oh, content. Thanks, Cameron. That's really kind. Thank you. FPL royalty. I mean, you're definitely the, the queen of FPL. Well, I'll is take already, that. There's already an FPL prince, so he's got that. I think... You could be the duke. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll be the. I was going to say, based on last week, I'm kind of more than the court jester, but no. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll take Duke. That's a nice one. That's I don't nice know. Like, Johnny can be the emperor. Oh, don't give him that. He'll love that. He would. He, yeah, that's the problem. He'd love that too much. Emperor yeah. Johnny. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too good on that. Um. Yeah. Oh, we're out of super chats. Come on, guys, get your super chats in. All the money goes to Street Charge United. We'll definitely answer those questions. Uh, let's take a look at some of the other ones that are coming on. Lots of people just saying afternoon. It's nice, isn't it? Afternoon. Just... And Lynn, with good forenoon. Have you heard about this forenoon thing? No. In Sweden, they say they have a word for like between morning and afternoon, which is forenoon. Now. Yeah. So if you say good morning to someone, it implies you've just woken up. Okay. So, like, if I said to you at, like, 11.30, good morning, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Why have you, why, hmm. you, know, why have you just woken up? So they say forenoon. What do you think of that? I hate it. <laughs> no, I kind of like that. You like it? Yeah. Thanks for letting me borrow it as last night, Lynn. I appreciate it. 
Yeah. Oh, we had some good comments on that, didn't we? Um, oh, we did. It massively entertained Lee when I got home last night. He actually was still awake. So, did get, yeah, I did get to see him. Um, he's off to he, Monaco today, isn't he? He's actually just texted me. He's just landed, hence why he's not in uh, in the chat today. Um, but yes, he uh, he was thoroughly entertained. I was like, have you seen Az's tweet? He was like, oh, no. He, he had a look and then he was like really laughing. <laughs> It was a good one. Yeah, it was entertaining. The comments in that tweet were brilliant. <laughs> uh Adams, as you feel like you've lost your golden touch and everything you touch is turning to gold anymore. No, it I will. Know. It will. This I week. Don't know. I, I think the I think someone asked me like about the deal I'd made with the devil this season. And um I I said I think that deal just ran up to game week thirty three, uh when I got when I got Gabiris in because then since then that's I played the, the free hit in thirty four. That was a complete the free hit, right? Can, I, I just want I don't want to keep moaning, but I think playing that free hit in 34 has cost me about 130 points. Because I could I would have free hitted this week into probably a very similar template team and had 100 points more than what I got. And it cost yeah. me 30 points in that game week as well. How brutal is that? But that is such an FPL isn't it? thing, isn't it? Like, you know, those decisions, like the decision when I'm that I made on wildcards take sun out for Kane like those decisions at the time feel like the right thing to do and on paper it's the right moment for your team to make those decisions but sometimes it's just brutal and it doesn't hit you just badly for one week it can have the knock-on impact that it has on the weeks that follow it can be absolutely yeah. enormous and it, and learning to deal with that is is kind of tricky sometimes particularly for somebody like you that's had an absolutely phenomenal season. So to have such a great season and then to have like a period of such bad luck is really difficult. Yeah. Bad luck. I mean, you know, you can, I thought there was, I thought there was some kind of logic to it, like targeting those, those but there was. players. But I look back and I look at the team I had and the team I had didn't warrant a three. If we'd been on this Q&A and someone had asked, you know, if, if they should free out that team, we both would have said no. So I think there's a bit of, it's a bit of learnings to be had, but the the brutality of it has yeah, been, yeah. Has, and that that's been the story of this season, though, right? It's yeah. been mistakes people have made have been punished so severely on things, yeah. and and it's Mark that always says like the trick to a, a good having a good season isn't just making is you know isn't just making good or bad decisions. It's how much you get punished and rewarded by those decisions, yeah. and and this season has been the most punishing, I think, ever in terms of those fifty fifty calls um Cameron Starr one for you Sam who would you have as your third Spurs player given they've got fantastic fixtures Sessegnon or Kulu oh that's a tough one because Hmm. you know I think well it depends on the budget if you can afford to have the rest of your team the way that you want it then I'd still go Kudasevsky because I think over the next two games he you know he got a bit of a rest last night brought him off early along with with Sun, which suggests to me that he'll be playing against Burnley and Norwich. And of course he, you know, he's going to play full strength in both of those games, as long as there's a chance of the, the Champions League spot staying open for us. So I think if you can afford to budget for Kulisevsky, I'd, I'd still have him as the third. But I do think with Sessegnon, you have an opportunity to save two million, which you can then reinvest maybe better across the rest of your squad. It might allow an upgrade on on a cheaper midfielder to a City one or it might allow you to have a third Liverpool player if you want to go there for the mm. for the title running. I also think that, you know, with the injuries that we've got defensively, Sessegnon and Royale on the other side are almost guaranteed to play 
90 minutes across the next two games. They're against teams that maybe not Burnley, and maybe I could see something for Burnley, but against Norwich, I don't see them scoring in that game. Like they just haven't shown anything in the way of attacking threat in recent game weeks. So you should have some clean sheet points there alongside the attacking returns. You know, we've seen Sessignon get one against Liverpool. Both of them last night could have had attacking returns. I think Sessignon's more likely because he can actually cross the ball, whereas Royale's crosses are... Well, I put in one last night actually, which was quite good. You could, um, it was it was funny watching him last night because we were at, in, the, in the second half. We we were right by the when Spurs were attacking, yeah. and you could see Royal would get the ball, run down the wing, <laughs> look into the box, and then there'd be something in his brain that would go, "Oh no, I've been told not to cross pass this," it. and then pass it back. <laughs> yeah, but he did one cross, didn't he? The, the, and the, the and it went, yeah. And actually, that one cross he put in was quite good for a it change. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think. So I think Sessignon's attacking threat is better, which is why I'd go for him. Plus, he's a little bit cheaper. So I'd go for him over Royale. Straight choice between the two, I'd go Kudasevsky. But if budget means that it's better to spend that two million elsewhere, then I think Sessignon is a great third pick. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at this week and you look at some of the kind of the, the midfielders around Kudasevsky's, um, you know, price. You've got like Zaha, you've got Madison, potentially. Like I, I like those two, and if you could get one of those and Sessegnon, I wonder yeah. if, particularly with Madison as well, because I'm, I'm going to keep banging about it. that game in in 38 against Southampton at home. That could be a bloodbath. Leicester love playing Southampton. Southampton have been awful away from home again. You know Vardy in that game, Madison. You know Barnes. Just really struggle with knowing what Leicester we're going to get. Well, that's this the problem. my issue. Yeah. Is that what? Like, so yes, we had a really good performance from Leicester in the last game. We saw, you know, Jamie Vardy back doing what Jamie Vardy does. But what is their what is their motivation in these final two game weeks of the season? Are they going to well come out and play really well? Are they going to just be ropey again? Their motivation is Rogers has basically said we have a big squad of players, some of which aren't really good enough. And there's going to be a shake-up in the summer. And it's similar to Newcastle's motivation as well against Arsenal. Because you could argue, well, what are they playing for? But at the same time, it's their last home game. Same with Leicester. Leicester have had a pretty like up-and-down season. There's yeah, players have. in there that haven't performed. I think they're going to want to go out of a bang. And Southampton have just given up. Well, they definitely have. I mean, that is definitely true. But the, the question for me, though, is it's not really... I don't think... You know, Rogers isn't saying that about the likes of Madison and Barnes and Vardy. So... Is that motivating for them? I guess if I guess if the rest of the Leicester team starts playing better than it is, mm. um, because they will inevitably play better if they've got better players around them. I just uh, I feel really unsure about Leicester and what Leicester we, we get turning up. I also feel like I think if you go with Madison and Vardy, the question I have of Vardy is how many minutes does he get over this double game? Like, is he is he going to play twice? Is he fit enough to play? quick minutes in you know I don't know what do you think about Vardy's would he be on your list it's tricky because of his price and you're looking you know mm. if you're getting him you're having to take out one of Son, Kane, De Bruyne or, or Salah of which I like I mean maybe Salah can be covered with Jota because it's the it's yeah. the final and we think Jota's you know gonna play but would, would I take Vardy over Kane, Son and De Bruyne probably not so I think he's a, he's a good differential I think it's one it's one of those ones where if you are chasing and you want to do something a bit different on a free hit, maybe you go on, on on a on a free hit. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be using. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be buying him. But a free hit. A free hit. I think he's a consideration. But I mean, anything could happen in that Watford game. Yeah, that's true. 
if he starts. I do like Madison, though, for, for 37 and 38. He's a player that I'm probably not going to have unless I sell Saka for him, which feels risky. But I do think Leicester play strong teams in these in these three games, and I particularly like that, that game. Yeah, OK. Uh, we went way off topic on that question. Uh, but... Yeah, we went rogue there, didn't we? <laughs> but that's that's the thing that going without Kulisevsky gives you that more flexibility. You know, if you go for session, you can you can be a bit more flexible. Uh, yeah, but like particularly also... there's not that many really attractive looking double game week no. defenders this week either. So going with going with session, although only with a single game, it is a nice single game week, and there's potential for defensive yep. and attacking returns. Yep. Uh, Bernardo Santos, as you have to back Bruno Gamirez, start him against Arsenal defence. Don't you worry. He's on my bench boost. He will be starting. He, honestly, if he goes mental, he <laughs> will have to be like, you'll have to go down in the FPL family hall of fame for players. <laughs> well, he's uh, he, he's not he's not on my wall next season. I've already had a, a Reese James uh, print printed out. So... I didn't get his points last week, which was which was I think the first like haul I've had that I've missed of his this season. Uh, I had but, those finally, finally yeah, a haul. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot of relieved people getting those, but yeah, he'll he'll be up on my wall next season because he's he's been a, he's been brilliant. Um, let's skip Bayless. Should I swap Salah out for Son or KDB? Uh, also, what do you think about a Diaz punt? Do you know this this question I've had a lot this morning. I've had a lot of questions about Son and and what do you do. And we were talking about this on the walk out of the Spurs stadium yesterday, weren't we, about whether you sell Salah for Sun? Because yeah. for most people, that is going to be the only route that you have to bring in Sun in if you don't have him, is going to be to sell another premium asset. I would really struggle to sell Salah ahead of game against Southampton. So... I think if you're thinking about doing it, you have to wait until the cup final is done tomorrow and just see what happens in that one. Because if if Salah plays 120 minutes in the cup final tomorrow, then maybe there's more legitimate grounds for doing it because obviously they've also got the Champions League final to consider as well and they're not going to want to lose that one. So maybe there's an opportunity there with the amount of quality forwards that Klopp has for there to be a little bit of rest Mm. and rotation again. But Salah's missed two of the last four starts anyway. So does he really need another? I just really struggle with selling Salah ahead of Southampton is the is the short answer of what I'm trying to say. Even for Sun, I really find that a difficult thing to do. I, I don't I don't think this is the week to do it because I think if if City do end up dropping points to West Ham, say West Ham do manage a draw or even a win, and, and it's not completely out of the realms of possibility. West Ham are a good side. They've got like Jared Bowen against, you know, a, a makeshift city defence. You know, the most likely thing is City win that game 2-1, two, 3-1, two, one, one, something like that. But you never yeah. know, you know, two-all draw or something could happen. That means Liverpool go into that Southampton game so fired up. And Southampton, yeah. at the moment, are the worst defence in the league. They've not lost their 9-0 yet either. Exactly. So that's coming, probably. Um, it's their final home game of the season, but it looks it looks to me like they, they've they've just they've thrown in the towel. So that that could be anything. I think this week it's a coin flip between Son and Salah. I think thirty eight though. If City do beat West Ham, I think then, then Salah's Liverpool, rested ahead of the Champions then, League then final. Then I think Liverpool Liverpool target that that final. Maybe Salah starts, but you're looking at an early sub. Do they go full gung ho to win that game? You know, Spurs v Norwich could be anything. Let's be honest, it could be absolutely anything. Six 0 wouldn't surprise me for Spurs. They were, I thought they played brilliantly last night. So in 38, I'd much rather have Son than Salah if results go the way. And we won't know that until after 37. But for yeah. 37, I think you stick with Salah personally. Yeah. Uh, what about Diaz? 
I like that as a pick. Mm. Uh, I do like that as a pick. I think he is going to be integral to what Liverpool do next season. And I think in FPL next season, I'm absolutely intrigued to see where FPL price him because he should be way more expensive than he is. And I think he will probably go up in price. Um, uh, he is a player I would punt on. I would, I would absolutely take a punt on him. If you are going to sell Salah for Son, if you're going to do that, then also using some of that additional leftover money to bring in DS instead of Salah would also feel like a, a mm. good way to just not have no Liverpool for that game against Southampton, which does not feel like a place I'd want to be. No, that's it. And it's and I know it shouldn't be important, but as well, it's the only game on Tuesday. Like you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're going into Tuesday, 7.45 with no Liverpool attack versus... You're guaranteed Southampton. a red, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I mean, that's going to be nasty. Yeah, I guess the thing with Diaz, I guess, is just the minutes, right? If he plays, like you say, if he plays 120 minutes in, in that game, uh, in, the, in, the, in the final, you've got to think Jota's going to come into that that game. So I don't think Luis Diaz is going to get 120 minutes in the final. Even if it went through extra time, I don't think Diaz or Jota plays every minute of that game. Whereas I think there's a good chance that... Salah does. Yeah. Um, there's a good chance Mane does. But with the other two, there's a chance that they, sh- a, a very good chance, a likely chance that they share those minutes. So exactly. going into Southampton, I think they're both. Ex- exactly. I, I think I think it's almost certainly going to be Jota that comes in for Southampton and he'll rest one of Diaz or Mane, potentially the one that comes off, who plays for longer. So yes. if, if, if Mane does play the full you know, 120, I don't know why we keep saying 100, but it could be. Um, then it's it going to be a very be... long cup final, according to us. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, two, you know, two relatively evenly matched teams. We expected Liverpool to win, but, you know, Chelsea uh, are a good side. It won't be easy. Won't, that will not be an easy game for Liverpool. No. And, and, and that's why I want to wait before I make any firm decisions on my transfers, because yeah. I've got four players playing in that cup final. And yeah. that could be... Can you imagine making a transfer tonight only to then find one of them gets injured in the cup final on Saturday? It's just a disaster, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's why I felt okay about the the goalkeeper move though, because even for a hit, even if I've taken another transfer, I still I would still make that Ramsdale to Pickford move because I yeah. just think Pickford outscores it by by four points regardless. Um, and the price is Pickford's very close to a rise and Ramsdale's very close to a fall. So yeah. I thought just get that out of the way. But yeah, anything else I would I would hold off on. Um, you know, I've got, I've got the team news video coming up of Neil at three. We've got the, the another game tomorrow. Do hold on to those transfers until after that final would, would be my, my suggestion as well. Yeah. Uh, FPL Lighthouse, who are your single game week must-haves on a game week 37 free hit? Spurs. Um, I think if, you, if you're free hitting, you definitely want... Do you go both, Son and Kane? I would. If I was free hitting this week, I would, yeah. I'd go Son, I'd go Kane. I'd, I'd triple Spurs if I was going to... If I was on a free hit this week, I'd go Sun, I'd go Kane. If I could do it, I'd also go Kudasevsky or I'd go Sessignon at the back. I think that's important. I think investing in Liverpool is important on a free hit as well. Um, Man City, I'd have KDB, I'd have Cancelo, and then I'd take a risk on another one, probably Foden. Um, I think... Although they have got West Ham and it is a tough game. But I do I just think that the way that you've got you've got to look at motivations going into these as well as the nice fixtures. So the teams with the best fixtures and the best motivations are the ones to target. Um so tripling up on Spurs makes sense. With the double up teams that you're gonna want from the, the double game week teams, you're probably then gonna only have a couple of spots. So maybe you just go Kevin De Bruyne and, and Cancelo for Manchester mm. City. Um they would be the two teams that I would be looking to really heavily invest in. 
It is tough. It is very, very tough to build a free hit team with Son, Salah and Kane. I have to say. And um, KDB, if you, if, like, you can't get well, all impossible. of them. So you've, it's, got it's, it's, to, it's, you've got to make choices. It's, it's impossible to have all four. And then, you know, they, they are single gaming players because then you're going to want Zaha, you're going to want Richarlison. Gordon seems a bit of a gift at 4.6. You know, Pickford at 4.8. You're probably not going to drop Trent or Cancelo. Unlikely. Either. So I, I don't think you can actually do it. I think it's very hard to make a, free, a good looking free hit team with Son, Salah and Kane. Um, I think you have to sacrifice one of them. Personally. If you have to sacrifice one of them, obviously I wouldn't, oh, it's a free hit, so you can make a change last minute, but I, I think it would be Kane I would sacrifice. I'd have Salah and mm. Son, and I'd get Kulisevsky in instead of Kane. Because in terms of the double game week players you want, I think you want Richarlison and Pickford. They've got they've got the two. Probably Gordon as well for budget purposes. Probably Gordon, so that you, that's, triple, that's triple Everton, so that's three of your spots. You want, I would take a punt on Zaha. Yeah, I would too. Take a punt, and I probably and I probably also take a punt on Anderson at Palace. Okay, so that's so that's six, and then one of Cash or Dean probably. Yeah. So that's seven. So that gives you four single game week slots, in theory. Um, you know, you put Son in there, Salah in there, Trent and Cancelo. That's probably a free hit team. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. But in terms of must haves, well, Son and Salah are must haves in my opinion, as long as Salah makes it through the cup final. Yeah. If I on was a free hit. If I was free hitting, based on what I saw yesterday, I wouldn't go without Son. He's he's just you can't, he's, a cent- he, he's a central striker for for Spurs. The runs he's making. He's also one point behind in the Golden Boot race, and I'm yeah. not kidding you. The that has been mentioned on more Spurs posts in the last couple of weeks than I have ever seen. Like it's coming up all the time. Eric Dyer gave an interview about how they're giving him pep talks before matches about the Golden Boot race. So. Normally that kind of stuff just doesn't really play a part, but I, I do think that it's big for Son and, and his form at the moment. Like, I feel like he could score any any mm. touch that arrives at his feet. I I feel like it's about to go in. So I wouldn't be going without it. I mean, I probably am going to go without him again, to be honest, but if I was free hitting, I would not be. No. The only consideration I would potentially make is if it is is doing Salah to Jota. And and take you know so one week punt you're taking the the risk that you know, the, the underlying stats between them are pretty similar we're all pretty sure Jota's going to start obviously there's a gamble to be made there but yeah. that saves you so much money that saves you like five million um, and then that's when you could take a punt on Vardy maybe up front if you wanted to spend a bit of money or you could go for someone like De Bruyne um, to pair with Son I think or you Son, could have Son Kane. yeah Son, Son's the must have for me single game with players the rest of them I think is is open I mean I think Sun goes in the must-haves for just general F of 37 like even even alongside some of those double game weekends we've talked about I think we haven't Sun got him them. yeah but we've not got him but we're not free hitting <laughs> like that's the other thing is it's like if you're not free hitting so for me I'm planning to free hit in 38 I now I now have some big decisions to be to be made as to what I do about Sun going into game week 37 do I take out Salah for him which is the only way I can budget for mm. bringing Son in um, and that's a decision I can't make until after the game tomorrow when I know exactly what the position is with, with Salah what the position is with Liverpool um, and I'll make that decision then but I do have Kane and I do think that I mean that's the other thing I could do I could sell Kane free up money and, and bring Son in instead but I equally don't like the idea of selling Kane like he was really good last night and could have returned so much more than he did. So 
I'm really torn on it. It's really hard. But on a free hit, I think Sun is absolutely one of the first names you put on a team sheet. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I I would say at this stage, I'm pretty sure I'm going to sell Salah ahead of 38 and get Son. Well, I'm free hitting then anyway, so yeah, so you're fine. I don't. Exactly. I just have to worry about 37. Like, what what am I doing in 37? Do I risk it against Burnley? <laughs> Going without Son against Burnley just does not feel fun. No. No, it's 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 a tricky two weeks this because then as well, like you think in thirty eight, Chelsea have got Watford at home. Yeah. So I haven't got any Chelsea players. So you know, I'm looking at like Mount and and um, you know maybe Havertz or James or Alonso, these kind of guys. But also, I'm looking. I need to get Son. Also, I'm thinking maybe Liverpool could be. Is it now? I've got three Everton players. It's all a bit. It's all kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a very tricky end to the season, I think, especially with like the rotation when all that stuff kicks in. Yeah. Uh, as well. Um. Stephen Gallagher, uh, hi guys. Thank you for the super chat, Stephen. Uh, hi guys, I could do Coutinho and Puki to Gordon and Richarlison for free, uh, but not totally convinced. Uh, nor am I on, on Everton in general, but here I am with free. Uh, or I could start building for 38 players like Enketa, Enketia Kulu and James. What would you do? Good question. So yeah, it's a good question. So... I'm not convinced about Everton either. However, they are. If if Everton are going to do well, those are the two that are going to be in the involved in that. I would have said going for somebody like Kulusevski. I think this week could also be a really good idea because it's not like he's got a bad fixture in game week 37. He's got a good fixture in 37, and it would set you up then for the game in 38 as well. Hmm. Seems a shame to take Coutinho out, given that he's got the, the two home games. Yeah, because if anything, Coutinho to Kulusevski in game week 38 feels like the move you'd make. Yeah, I don't think I'd be taking Coutinho out this week. Um, who, who was P the other person that was going up? Puki? Yeah, Coutinho and Puki. You want, you want to get rid of Puki. Um, I, I think I prefer Puki to Enketia with that 38 game in mind than I do getting rid of Coutinho. But I mean, Richarlison's an interesting captain choice, right? Because he's got the two home games. But if, if you you've got Son in there anyway. Yeah, if you don't captain Richarlison, then I guess you're going for someone like Salah or, or Son, which isn't a terrible option. Or Zaha, if you've got well, him. If, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't sell Coutinho, personally. I don't think I would either, ahead of this. No. I think, given that, I would, I would, I would do the second one, what you said, Stephen, which is start building for 38. And do the Enketia move this week and do yeah. the do um, Coutinho to Kulisevsky the week after. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, FPL Timbers. Uh, hi, as and Sam. I've got no specific reason to super chat. I'll say hi and to give some money to the charity. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> On a free hit this week, having suffered a 200% red arrow in Game Week 36. That's nothing. 400% here. Well... 400%. 400% red arrow is horrible. <laughs> a 200% red arrow is horrible. I don't even know what my percent was. I, I'll look. It's best not to look. Live FPL is brilliant, but also evil for these kind of things. I would uh, look, but the cat is sitting on my phone. So, <laughs> and it's asleep. Honestly, honestly, ignorance is bliss uh, in this in this, in this this current uh, uh Suleiman Rana. Um, 2,440. Always, it's always interesting when we get the currencies in. I never quite know how much it is. I believe that's Japanese yen, uh, which works out about £15. Oh, thank you. amazing. Such an amazing charity, this. And um, something that I think, as a 
like we we've listened to Johnny's boss speak about this at an event and it it really touched touched a, a nerve with me I think particularly as a, as a parent looking at all the opportunities that my children mm. get um yeah being able to help disadvantaged children and, and through football is just yeah. it's just something that's so close to our hearts so thank you very much is there a question? Oh, there is a question. It's just a bit further down. Uh, K- okay, um, KDB and Vardy or Kane and Madison? <laughs> That's a good one. Does he say if he's already got some? That is all the information I have. KDB and Vardy. That's more fun. Son and Madison. I, I, do you know? No, I think Kane, Kane, Kane and Madison. Kane or Kane and Madison. It's really tough because I like the Kane pick over Madison, and I like the KD pick. I like the Kane pick over Vardy, and I like the KDB pick over Madison, obviously. But I think, and, and it's difficult because KDB and Kane both have equally good motivations for these last couple of weeks. Spurs's fixtures are nicer. I think Madison's minutes will be potentially better than Vardy's, given he's just coming back from injury, which might sway me to Kane and Madison. I mean, KDB and Vardy is a lot more expensive than Kane and Madison. So it doesn't really seem like a completely fair comparison. But also, I think it does depend. If you've already got Sun, but you don't have a Man City attacker, then I might be inclined to to go with KDB instead. Yeah. Uh, if I'm picking out of those two, I'm going to say KDB and Vardy. There you go. <laughs> be, be exciting. Um, ba, ba, ba. Uh, Zubin, uh, Yahuri, any benefits of free hitting in 38? Is what you're doing. That's what I'm doing, yeah. I've got four double game weeks in 37. Yeah, how come you're using it in 38 and not this week? Honestly, I, I'm not that thrilled about the double game week players for this week. So yes, I think there is good scope to free hit this week. You fill your team with Everton and Palace and um, you take some chances on, you know, Leicester being actually decent in this one. But I look at my team for this week and I think there's a number of single game week teams that have got really nice fixtures and I own those players. So there's a real risk that I free hit out a lot of points this week by taking out players that I think could Mm. do well in the single game week fixture that they have. And then I look at my team for game week 38 and I think, yes, there's no doubles, but there's always, you can target in on, on teams and players that are, I have something particular, particularly massive to fight for. So Spurs, um, Arsenal, depending upon what happens with that top four spot, They'll both be teams that look likely to target, depending upon what happens with the um, the Liverpool result. I think one of two things happen in game week 37. Either Manchester City win and pretty much secure the title, in which case Liverpool could rotate badly in 38 hmm. ahead of the Champions League final. And therefore, I might have to have a little rethink about what my Liverpool players look like anyway, or the race is still on and it's then I want to target both Manchester City and Liverpool ahead of that final game week of the season. Like I think, you know, and you, you'll you know what's happening towards the bottom. If there are teams that look like it's still going to be a hunt for staying in the Premier League, then you target in on them. 
Plus you get all the press conferences at once, good knowledge about what the managers are saying about injuries and you know potential rotations. Sometimes they're a little bit more free speaking if they've got nothing left to yep, really play true. for on the final day of the season. And you've got teams that you can kind of know, like Newcastle maybe this year, that you think mm, there's a lot to play for in those like one or two teams that like Rodgers has already suggested it with Leicester. Might be one or two teams that are in the hunt for big changes this summer. So, or new managers or that sort of thing. So I am, I really like the free hit in 38. I've done it once before. It was the best free hit I've ever done um, because I think you just have the clarity of information going into the final day. And I like being able to select players knowing a bit like you do for game week one, except mm. in game week one, you also have to make them work for the rest of, or for at least a foreseeable yeah, yeah. future. Whereas this time it's like, I'm picking basically a game week one team and not having to worry about them moving forward or what impact that might have or whether I'm going to free hit one in to want to bring them in on a transfer the week after because afterwards, it doesn't matter. There's some good games as well. I mean, Arsenal there are. Home, at home to Everton, Chelsea at home to Watford, uh, you know, Man City at home to Villa. You've got the Spurs game. You haven't got Son, for example. You can get him easy. Palace yep. at home to United, you know, Brentford at home to Leeds. There's, there's loads of teams. Those are budget options. Those are premium options that you can target. And yeah, I think it also allows like you it. to... It allows you to build a free hit team where, and I, I think I said this to you yesterday, where the bench has a lot of really cheap enablers who you know are going to play. So if they need it, then that they can come on. But it means that you can put all of the budget that you have for your squad into the 11 and not have to worry too much about, you know, is something bad going to happen? Are they going to get rotated? Because you'll be as up to date as you can with the information. Yep. Absolutely. Um, we've had loads of super chats come in. I know you've got a run in eight minutes. I do. I have to take my mum to the hospital. So yes, you do. <laughs> um, so um, I could carry on on my own. To be fair, if you if you drop out and, and just uh, and drop it, we'll go down to uh, Suleiman Rana has asked a, a qu another question. Uh, we'll go down to that. Any super chats after Suleiman Rana, I will. Answer. I can give you my text update yes, as well I'll later. Do the text I'll, updates, I can... but I will. We'll we'll carry on, and I will go down to that anyway. Even if you disappear um so that's fine uh, although it's going to mess all the webcams up i can fix that on the fly and oh my gosh sort of know what i'm doing dream's gonna fall apart <laughs> the shit always will always fall apart when you leave out but i'll do the best uh, i can be all uh, right uh, samudra gupta hi guys i'm currently on Tavares. yes uh and got screwed over uh this game week uh, Sam, can you suggest a nailed-on Spurs defender around that similar price tag? P.S. Loved as his red arrow, his Midas touch is finally waning. Well, screw you, Samudra. How about that? <laughs> You've done a nice thing donating to charity, but I hate you. <laughs> Was it worth it? <laughs> yeah, you, you just had a bad couple of weeks. You'll bounce back, as I know you will. It's going to be Sam. fine. I I'm have faith gonna, in you. I'm not even going to ask, answer Samudra, but he didn't want my opinion anyway. Uh, he just wants your opinion on nailed on Spurs defenders. Um, so Tavares, I think, is what? 4.3. So you you can have Sessegnon for exactly the same price. Um, that is the move I would make. 100%. I think Sessegnon is the best Spurs. How has this happened that I'm saying this? The Spurs, <laughs> he's currently the best option in the Spurs defence. I think he, without Reggie on there, he's going to play every game that we have left. The two games that we have left, he'll play both of them. Um, he's his attacking threat is way better than Royale's on the other side, so I think there's a chance for attacking returns there. So yeah, Sessignon. Yep, I 
oh no you didn't even want my opinion but i'm gonna give it anyway i agree <laughs> uh let's skip bayless uh bench one of sessignon cancelo and saka i would bench saka saka i'd yeah. bench saka too yeah i think i might sell saka this week it's interesting with, with newcastle uh, arsenal because I was I was doing the FPL pod earlier and I didn't know Arsenal haven't no Newcastle haven't scored against Arsenal in their last seven meetings in all competitions, but Newcastle have only lost one of their last eight home games. So, I think it's going to be a really tricky game for Arsenal. I I think it's going to be a draw. I I, th- I think these two teams can each other out. I don't think this is a game in which Saka gets loads and loads of points. I think it is a game in which Sessegnon and Cancelo could, could do really well. So I would bench Saka on the base of that. But yeah, really, really interesting game now on, on Tuesday for, was it Monday, for um that Newcastle-Arsenal game. Yeah, it's going to be another game that I sit feeling sick for most of, isn't it? Because it's going to have so much on it for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I would do the same. I would bench Saka too. Yep. Uh, this is you good for another few minutes or? Yeah, yeah, I'm good for another couple of minutes. Yeah. Good for minutes. Uh, Samar 95. Salah replacement. Here we go. Now we are getting into the, the crazy end of the season. Salah replacements. Uh, I have Foden and Son already. Why do you want to replace him then? I mean, there's obvious Salah replacement is Son. If you've already got him, would you replace Salah with De Bruyne? Uh, would you bring De Bruyne in for Salah? I well, you've do got Foden already. So do you, yeah. you only think you'd want to do it this week? Like, what would you be? It must be to use the money for something else. My personal opinion is that if you've got Son already and a Man City attacker... There's no one better yeah, than Salah. I agree. I completely agree. I, I think it's, there's so many, like I look at my team and there are so many issues with it. Salah, you know, moving Salah, not having Son is one of them. But if I if I don't have that decision to make, there's so many other transfers that I could be doing. You could be targeting double game week players this week. You know, Zaha, Ings, totally. we'll about them, Dean, Cash, Richarlison, Gordon. Yeah. You could be you could be setting yourself up for 38 with James, with Mount, with with these guys. I, I just don't think Salah out should be a priority for people if you've got Son. That's no. my own that's my own personal. But then I said that last week and then De Bruyne got four goals. So Yeah, but he's I mean, he's not gonna do that again, is he? He's not I can't see him getting four goals against West Ham. And You've got Foden already who could equally do just as well. So I don't think that there's any need to sell Salah if you already own a City midfielder and, and son. <laughs> um, James Leosi. Uh, hi, guys. Current uh, free hit team. Uh, Pickford, Cash, Dean, Cancelo, Son, Zaha, Diaz, Kevin De Bruyne, Vardy, Richarlison, Ings. Oh, that is a nice team. Uh, any glaring changes you'd make? Oh, I love it. Pickford, Cash, Dean, Cancelo, Son, Zaha, Diaz, KDB, Vardy, Richarlison, Ings. See, that's what happens when you when you downgrade um, Salah. I think I would probably go Jota over Diaz, but I, but bear, you know we, we can see what's going to happen. But bear in mind what happens tomorrow. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I love yeah. that team. I think that team is is as strong as it gets, pretty much. I love the Vardy shout in there, even though I, there's a bit of a worry he could only play one, but. Everything else in that team looks looks great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's many changes I would make to that. Um, I would put Anderson on the bench at Palace. I think he could be a good pick this week. Yeah. Uh, Chimpy666. Uh, KDB to Son for free or roll. See, that's an interesting one as well, because I know a lot of people that bought in KDB for this double game week with the complete intention to then sell him for Son for, these, for this Burnley and Norwich game. Do you still do it? I think I would do it. 
You would still do it. Only because that that Man City game, I think they'll win, but it's West Ham, right? And I don't think that, you know, I don't think that's that that's not that easy a game. West Ham have got some really good attacking players. Yes, there'll be space in behind. Yes, Man City will score goals. Yes, I think Man City will win the game. Do I think that Kevin De Bruyne is going to get four goals again? No. Mm. Do I think he could get one? Yes. Do I think he could get two? Yes. Do I think Son could get one? Yes. Do I think he could get four? Yes, against Burnley. I do think he could. And do I think I'd rather have Son on the final day of the season against Norwich? Yes. So therefore I'd do it. Still do it. Wow. I don't think I could physically sell De Bruyne after he just got that hole. It will be a tough sell, but I just think... The Burnley and Norwich fixtures are yeah. so nice that if you don't have Sun, no, it's good. I, you know, you've got to look forward rather than just you know looking at last week's points. And yeah, Burnley at home is a better game than West Ham away, so there's definitely nothing wrong with it. I would just find it hard. Again, it's one of those ones where like if it's your only priority, if you've got nothing else that you want yeah. to do, then it's up there. But you know, there's there's lots of other good games. There's lots of other things you could do with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, w- I would rather have Son for these two weeks than De Bruyne. So exactly. I, I guess maybe you do do it. Yeah. Excellent. We're right, 15- one more and then I'm going. One more then you're going. Okay, I'll carry on. I'll do the rest. Um, J90, should I get Zaha or Ings for a minus four? Zaha. <laughs> there you go. Easy one. I don't know. I think if Watkins is fit, you get Ings. Because yeah, Ings but- likes to play with a busy striker. But then, yes. he's got, but then he's got, got Man City on the final day. Mm. And that's what I hate is like, if you're bringing him, are you going to just take him straight back out again in game week 38? Like, I think if you bring in Zaha, I mean, they've got Manchester United on the final day at home against a Manchester United team that are like awful. Mm. He's taken the most penalties in the league this season. He's also in great form, Zaha. I wrote some stuff about him in an article and I was like, I didn't realise he was playing quite so well at the moment. I never, never think to go with Zaha, but I do think he's the talisman at Palace. Two nice-looking fixtures on paper where they could score goals um, and a nice final fixture on the final day against a Manchester United team that are in turmoil at home to end a really great season under Vieira and build for the summer. I like Zaha for the next two weeks. See, I, I don't love Zaha's fixtures in 37. I think Villa are away and Everton away. They're two teams that are, are very strong defensively at home. And Palace themselves aren't great away from home from an attacking They aren't. Sense. So but... I think purely for 37, I'd go Ings over Zaha, given he's got two home games. But you're completely right about 38. I think Zaha at home to United in 38, that, that could be a big score. Hmm? He's going he's gonna to terrorise those fullbacks. I think so. Yeah. Right, I'm going to leave you. You're going to go... Bye, Bye, everybody. Sam. I'll Thank see you. For joining you. Us. I'll be back next week. You'll be back next week. Ready yeah, for game week 38. Oh, I'll talk, talk through my final hit. My free hit. I love it. Goodbye, Sam. Bye-bye. <laughs> I will stay on. Let me just fix these screens. Can I just move myself, maybe? Oh, look at that. No, it's not very straight. Uh, look at this. A bit of live. Ba, ba, ba. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. There you go. And then remove Sam. Delete Sam to avoid confusion. Right, I will stay on for a bit. Why not? I have to walk the dog in a bit, but it's fine. Uh, it's weird on my own. Uh, right, uh, Stephen Gallagher. Just another scenario to earlier is I could do Saka to Zaha and Puki to Enketia for free. 
uh, and then do Coutinho to Kulu. Already have Salah, KDB, and so on. Saka to Zaha is an interesting one. It's something that I was potentially looking at. Or Saka to Madison. Um, Puki to Enketia, I mean, just, just looks great <laughs> to me. Uh, and then Coutinho to Kulu, I'm assuming in 38 for, uh, as Sam said, already have Salah, KDB, and Son. Saka to Zaha, that's an interesting one. I I don't particularly like Saka for 37, but I think at home to Everton, you're going to want him. Um I'm not expecting huge things from from Zaha in, in 37. I was I was really hot on him. Um, I would th- I'd still include him on a free hit, but I think purely for 37, I think given he's got those two quite tough away games, I'm not entirely sure I would do that for um although he's for free. Saka Zaha and Puki to Enketia for free. Does set you up nicely for 38. Yeah, okay, I'm going to say yes, Stephen. I'm going to say yes to that. I think Zaha and Saka in, in 38, you know, I think Zaha could do really well as well as as well as well Saka. And then you've got Enketia to kind of cover Saka anyway. Yep, I'm going to say yes. Uh, Russell Baker, thank you for the super chat. How many hits for non-free hit 37ers? Uh, Foster to Pickford, um, have Ramsdale. Uh, Mares to Zaha. Mares, that's a frustrating one. Uh, for a minus four. That punt didn't work last week, as It never does. The punt on Mahrez never works. Uh, is Puki to Watkins if fit too much? Minus eight. And play uh, Dewsbury Hall instead. A minus eight. Okay, so minus eight for Foster to Pickford, Mahrez to Zaha, um, and Puki to Watkins. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think you're you're gaining so many games from those players. Mares, it, Mares is a bit like Barnes for me last week. I knew Barnes could do quite well, but if he doesn't play, he's not going to do anything, and it's impossible to know when he when he is going to play. So, I think Mares probably starts against West Ham, but I wouldn't bet money on it. You're guaranteeing two starts with Zaha. He's on pens. You've got him for thirty eight. Yeah, I think Foster to Pickford, Mares to Zaha, and Puki to Watkins if he's fit is is, is a nice move. I, I would I would do it. You don't want to be playing Dewsbury Hall. I don't think he just doesn't get points or do anything. Uh, Suleiman Rana, uh, I think this is the last one I said I'd go up to. Uh, yes, it is. And there's no other super chats anyway, so that's worked out well. Uh, Pickford, Dean, Cash, Mikalenko, Zaha Son, De Bruyne, Salah, Vardy, Ings, Captain, Richarlison is my team locked in. I mean, again, it's a lovely team. Double Everton defence, I like. I don't think too many people are going to have that. You've got Richarlison there. I mean, it's. You've got all the. I mean, you've got Son, KDB, Salah, and Vardy in that side. It's hard to know where your kind of uh, weaknesses are. I mean, that you must your team value must be crazy. Um, yeah, I like it all. I think it's. I mean, I see that team, and I think that, that team's going to absolutely smash it this week. Uh, so yeah, that's good. Uh, Guar Ranjan, there was no need. For, oh, was that me? Oh, was that when I said I hated you? <laughs> I'm sorry, Guaran. <laughs> I didn't. I don't really. Um, oh no, it was uh, Samadra who said. He said that. Uh, I don't really hate you, by the way, Samudra. And and in fact, you know, if you want to send in super chats and support Street Child United and slag off my terrible week or slag me off generally, uh, that's fine. You can do that. I will take that on the chin um, for Street Child United. So don't worry at all. Um, I think that's it then. Uh, that's all the super chats done. Uh, Sam's gone. That's all good. Yeah, I think I'll call it there then. Guys, thank you so much. Loads of great comments. Uh, good luck in Game Week 37. I've yeah, I've already done my transfer, which is Ramsdale to Pickford. I've got triple Everton. I've got a bench boost of uh, Dubravka, Huang, 
Roberts and Bruno Gomerus. I might take another hit, but like I said, right at the start of this stream, um, it's really difficult to know who uh, to go for. Uh, I mean, Huang up to someone looks obvious, but, you know, Huang to, to Welbeck, I could just about afford. Um, I could do Roberts to Klein. I was looking at that potentially, but then I've got, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe Roberts to Klein for a minus four is worth it. I think I'll leave Gomerus and, and Dubravka. Um, so it might just it, I might just take a minus four and do Roberts to Klein, but it's two away games for for Palace. I'm not entirely sure that's that's that good. Um, oh, we've had one more uh, face out Ali. Choose one Vardy or Ings. I would pick Ings. He's he's going to play both, and I worry a bit about Vardy. I think Vardy's a, a fun kind of exciting pick, but sense wise, I think Ings with those two home games, the form he's in um, looks good. I think if Watkins is out though, I do think that that does. Then Ings' appeal. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully we'll get some news on that uh, later. I'll be doing the team news video with Neil uh, at three o'clock. But guys, thank you so much. I will see you all uh, three o'clock for team news. Uh, Sam and I will be back uh, next week. Um, but until then.